Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone, this is Helena Margareta, or Helena Steine Hornstein, talking to you from the other part of the world. I'm sure most of you are listening from not where I am right now. I'm in the northern part of Europe and enjoying what they call summer. (laughs) Some days we have good summer days and other days not so good summer days. And I had today promised to go through my mailbox and talk about the light. And um, I uh, uh, believe uh, I might change that a little bit and do it another time. Uh, I always have questions coming up, and I have printed out a few questions here, and they are like, what is the white light, and how do I use the white light? And these are wonderful questions. And I would like to first say, well, what is the white light? The white light to me means the world, actually. This is how I work. This is that higher self energy, the God energy that lives within each one of us. And I connect with it, and I make my clients connect with it at the same time when they do it automatically somehow in that session when we go into oneness, and that is how we work. But anyway, I have someone here with me, And this is how I changed my program a little bit for today. Uh, My very good friend, Sharon Hamilton. Hello, Sharon. Hello, Helena. (laughs) Speaking of oneness, it seems like you're uh, connected uh, continuously through the light. And what a wonderful opportunity to be connected to you with this uh, radio. Yes. And I love it. Yes, and I wanted you to be on the show for a long time, but you were so very busy always, and you were going on trips, and you were busy. You are very, very active with the United Nations, and this is how we met, and we have become very special friends. And um, the strange thing is that we also somehow very much alike. Uh, We have the same energy somehow, don't we? Yes, we do, and I hope you come back and visit us at the UN. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm ready. Just give me a sign. <laughs> and I'm sorry I couldn't go on that trip to, you know, to, what is it, to India and Pakistan oh, yeah. and Bhutan yeah. and so on. It didn't fit in, but I think there was something coming up anyway afterwards, after I said I couldn't. Wasn't there some kind of they couldn't do it in the end? Yes, it because of the elections in India it got postponed, and it ended up being in the uh, latter part of June, and it's you know it's very hot in India during that time. <laughs> yes, so and I that to me not to go myself, and uh, yeah, and now I'm planning to go in September. <laughs> But it's just going is to be the weather better in September. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's much better then. And oh, um, I hope to visit other other places as well. But um, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll meet someday in another country. <laughs> I think so. And I would like you to come over to to Europe also sometime. 
talk about our likeness. I was at an event in New York, and I was going to meet you there also. And, um, and I was standing waiting for you, and a woman came up, a young woman. Of course, everyone is a young, you know, young now. <laughs> but anyway, this woman came up to me and said, Hello, Sharon, how are you? And she meant you, actually. And I said, I'm not Sharon, but I'm waiting for her. <laughs> oh, well, you know, yeah, you do and remind was... me very much of uh, a family member, and that's why I, <laughs> I feel very kindredly close to you, Helena. <laughs> oh, well. And do you remember when we were, we were going to take an elevator at the UNICEF building <laughs> in, uh, in New York, and we stepped in both of us in this elevator, and pressed the button, and it wouldn't budge. It didn't move. It was just like dead. And we tried and tried, and we said, oh, something is wrong with this elevator, and we walked over to the next one, and we pressed the button, and it wouldn't budge. You know, it sat there. <laughs> and then I think I said, it's not the elevator, it's us. So we took separated elevators, and we both got up. You know, it moved. <laughs> Yes, I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I'm saying now very much. We all consist of frequencies. And when you are in the light a lot, your frequency gets kind of faster. Your vibration goes, you know, is more elevated. And you are kind of going in a different universe. That's why when we are in the light, so to speak, we see more. We, are more, we have a different consciousness, a different awareness. Yeah. We see yeah. the world around us in a different way. So tell me, Sharon, where are you right now? I'm in New York. I'm in um, Westchester County. And I'm surrounded by trees and nature and I'm spending the day uh, planning on, on new projects, and uh, I'm um, looking forward to the new season. Um, you know, I just stepped down as being the chair of the committee, but I'm still very much involved. And okay, what committee did you step at the United Nations? What co yeah, committee did you step down from? That was the Committee on Spirituality, Values, and Global Concerns. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I had been the chair, and now I'm the chair emerita. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm very much in uh, going back to what we love most, uh, you know, to very simple things that have meaning and touch our soul. And I really be, believe the life force and sacredness of being as women. You know, we have ignored and forgotten to see both men and women, the sacred and the divine. And I this remember, is true. The, and this is this why the United Nations have kind of picked up on it because you know I'm telling people out in the world, oh United Nations, you have all those departments and NGOs and so on that are using you know the spirituality as their way of getting around. <laughs> yes, yes, there's a, a great community of spirituality at the UN. And because of that, you know, there's a very um, a family, almost like uh, people who have worked together and continue to cooperate. <clears throat> so I really believe that the most important thing is that we can work with the UN and civil society and with uh, non-governmental organizations and with governments 
but we must le- you know, continue to remember uh, this life force and sacredness of our being in the midst of yeah. it because we get caught up in uh, the rules and the regulations, which are very important, but at the same time, what is, uh, what is supporting the life and remembering the love and the attentions of mothers to their children and to the earth. And through that love energy, the life force is really to flow. Uh, yeah. the, the nourishment from women into life, uh, honoring our bodies and claiming the world in our embodied spiritual connection, uh, connecting that sacredness. So that's why... You I know, really this sounds so good. Here, is, have, here we have someone from the United Nations speaking like you do, and I'm sure that people out there absolutely amazed to hear these things like, sacred self, you know, the sacredness of womanhood yeah. and so on. And uh, we have forgotten that. And in some countries, much, much more. And even in our civilized world now, in our Western world, there are countries who kind of don't look at women as, you know, what you're saying anymore. They're just like all the others, you know, like the men, and they don't have that womanhood uh, uh, thing about them. That's right. And so that's why uh, the world is changing. And, our, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, as we all know, our ability to thrive is dependent on you know, having the courage and willingness to examine how we treat ourselves and how we treat each other and treat the living, dynamic, and diverse world we live in. <laughs> yeah. And this world is, you know, it, it's um, something that really goes back to. Uh, the, you know, I mean, the root enriching the global community and development of even going back to the land, even going back to planting seeds. You know, through <laughs> through love and compassion, we're using our imagination and intellect to share resources and to collaborate. Uh, you know, with solutions with local and global alliances here at the UN. And um, mm-hmm. so these, uh, you know, the, the, the social transition that we're going through, uh, it leads back to the natural environment. So we may, for generations to come, be stewards of Yeah, that. well, that is important. You know, we forget uh, that nature is part, we are part of nature, and nature is part of our world. And here all we do is kind of, use nature for our own benefit, you know, or the materialistic gains, uh, which is so sad. I mean, what is United Nations doing about nature, for instance? Well, right now we're focusing on the food security because the, with the climate change and with, uh, you know, there's so many uh, different uh, interruptions to living the growth of uh, even the farmers right now we're having so many droughts i'm sure you having do you have this in europe as well i've heard about different places where there's a drought but that means that yeah. the food is is uh, the prices are going up and what it's really coming down to is that we we all have to think about planting our own our own um, uh, food because we can't really rely on that. We don't know. I mean, like the, already 
the uh, price of food for a family has gone up, you know, like uh, hundreds of dollars per year. If you go yeah, into the store, true. It's, mm-hmm. it's gone up. I mean, everything you look at is a higher yeah. price. Well, everyone, you know, it goes back to the farmers. They need, you know, costs some more. Um, which all this would mean that people have to go back to living in the country as you said, and, and mm-hmm. make their own food. Yeah, so we cannot I live in that, cities and have little bank, balconies possibly to grow our whole supply of food on. Well, they do have this. You know, they have vertical gardens and buildings and land top on top of the roof, and that's really oh, they do that. uh, great. Yeah. Yes, they have gardens and yeah. everything uh, in the cities. But it looks like we're going towards uh, urban, more urban gardens and uh, farming and community. And so that, that is where we really need to learn how to, to uh, you know, to, uh, to take care of one another. And um, we need to, to really go and find out what is important, you know, because the community yeah. is really oh, where it's going to be. Each community yeah. that will connect to all the global and that's where the social transition is. We have a lot of work to do. What do they say at the United Nations about the climate changes? Uh, do they do anything there about it? Well, we're going into the you know the post uh, 2015. Um, we're going to be having a conference in uh, September, um, and uh, well, a lot of conferences, but. Uh, you know, it's all about ethics and, uh, you know, bringing sustainability. And so everyone has, has dug deeply into them, to their self and their community, their groups, and they're bringing this forth, you know, how that's going to come about. And yeah. I think... Your own... Yeah, sorry. No, I'm just thinking that, yeah. uh, you know, that it's really bringing a lot of solutions but it's going to take an enormous amount of sharing resources and collaborating on these solutions with local and global alliances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have I come across people in Europe, and they believe that United Nations can solve everything, you know, and uh, that as long as United Nations is involved, everything is fine. But that is not really so. What do you say? Well, you know, I look at the United Nations, it's like a network, you know, a switchboard. So if you were to turn mm-hmm. that switchboard all into light, you would have an amazing connection there because it's connected to everything everywhere in the world, right? But, yeah. you know, then you have uh, all the rules and regulations and bureaucracy, and so it's very hard to get anything really... Uh, to go very far, but it's at least it's a connecting. It's a, a place to connect, and we can't give up on it. Um, no, and that's very well put, you know, because uh, this is what the world is about, a network. How is the new secretary general, uh, how, how, what does he feel about spirituality and, and women's rights and so on? Well, it's pretty amazing that he was discussing about spirituality. I, you know, there, there have been a lot of changes at the UN where people are actually talking, like uh, the former president of the United 
uh, General Assembly, um, al um he, he was put speaking about spirituality, and so was Ban Ki-moon. And so, you know, like, then we're thinking about, well, we're working on this committee of spirituality, and uh, it doesn't seem like maybe it's going to deaf ears. But it's um, when you start to hear in these conferences people talking about spirituality, then it means that they must be, something must be touching them, and they are starting yeah, to Yeah, this look is so it. interesting. This is absolutely remarkable, I feel, uh, because uh, it, they feel this is something that's happening just very recently, like this year uh, or so. Yes, in these past uh, few, uh, let's say in this past year, um, on many occasions I've been hearing uh, the discussion of spirituality and the, the importance of, uh, you know, oneness and bringing people together in their spiritual, of course, with all that's going on. And it's a yeah. long-term business view of solutions development, and it may take a generation or more to fully mature, but it is the seeds we plant today <laughs> that allows us to enjoy the harvest of a sustainable tomorrow. And yeah. we need that uh, love and compassion. Otherwise, we cannot really go forward um, with the, the flow, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and using um, our imagination and intellect to share these resources that we have. Yeah. Uh, now, our, uh, you know, Swedish, the, the former Secretary General, uh, uh, Doug Hammarskjöld, is he oh, still yeah. kind of remembered in any way at the oh, United Nations? Everywhere, anytime he <laughs> is remembered. As a matter of fact, we're coming up to the 70th anniversary of the UN, and that will be next year. So in the 60th anniversary, uh, <clears throat> our committee had uh, uh, co- collaborated with uh, organizing a um, very big event to celebrate and we're going to try to do that again this year. Excuse me, oh, not good. this year. This year is the actual 10th anniversary of the committee. And so next year, the 70th anniversary of the UN. Uh, but in the 60th event, uh, Doug Hammarskjöld, all of the markings that he wrote were all spiritual. <laughs> and uh, they were written and they were put on these cards so people could write their reflections. And then they put them on a big wall uh, at the UN, so people could look, and it was like an art exhibit. <laughs> you know? Wow! Did they uh, have they kept his kind of motto about spirituality being, you know, we need spirituality? Has this been kept yeah. overall afterwards? Yes, that motto is that um, unless there's a spiritual renaissance, there will be no um, there will be no peace peace in the world. Yeah. Uh, and I actually quote this a lot, and uh, that's why I was asking how important that still stands, uh, uh, if yeah. people still are listening to it. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, you know, I think that just everything that's going on in the world today is is just uh, people have to come to that point of listening uh, because uh, it's making everyone to the point where we really have to live very simply and that's all you have, you know. I mean, it's either um, become spiritual, uh, go back to nature, connect with your neighbor, uh, 
Yeah. Things are, oh. are just happening naturally. Um, so regardless but it's of not really have, happening, though, so naturally when you look at it, people are getting more riches. They're getting large, in Florida, they're getting larger houses, larger yachts. You know, I've never seen so many big boats. I know. You know so you have both. You have both. But the fact is that it is, there are more people now that are going on uh, connecting spiritually, whether it's through religion um, or whether it's through uh, community or whether yeah, it's, true. it's especially these women um, groups that are getting together. And we're creating these um, circles all over the world, women's empowering women. And mm-hmm. um, also, yeah, tell me more about this, about the women organizing themselves and getting together, because uh, this is how we will make a change in the world. Yes, well, that's what I'm women. doing is um, uh, developing these different circles and then em- empowering women. Um, it, there's no um, reason that a person cannot join, even if they are not, you know, really spiritual. They can join just because they want to participate in some kind of um, empowering, empowerment. And so yeah. we're finding that these women are coming to the circles and they're being touched, you know, meaning, meaningfully. And then um, they are linking in the world and they're finding like the sacredness of um, of being, um, and so there are a lot of these women. I don't know if you're familiar with women's spirituality and transformative leadership. Um, there are a lot. There's also women coming into their own. Um, there's a global niche where they. You know, there are people coming together. And uh, we have, like, women in India and Pakistan and um, all over the world, actually, um, who are forming these groups. And it's well, this really, is very really good. good. And these are countries where the women don't have much uh, say otherwise. Yes, and that's the whole, the whole idea is to give them the... Um, Give them a voice and give them an opportunity to express themselves creatively and also at some point uh, help them to go and to move forward, you know, with meaningful uh, jobs or through a creative expression or speaking out. Everyone has a voice, and that's really important that they all come somehow to to, uh, have that opportunity. And, of course, education is is very important. It's yeah, working, how is it working? It's working yeah. very well. I mean, some of these things are uh, have been worked on for quite some time, and others are just beginning. Uh, but what we're finding is uh, being able to connect the structures that um, can can support them, you know, the, the development. Um, and and so that's what I see is by linking these these different things together, they're giving being given more opportunities. And we're welcoming, you know, people to join uh, because it's an important thing to be part of, uh, whether it's um, giving um, support uh, financially, whether it's giving ideas. Uh, You know, there are many people who have uh, wonderful ideas, and there are also women who have creative uh, expertise, you know, that they can... Of course. Mm -hmm. 
help. And then there's also um, women who are very well versed in Parliament and who are giving support to help women um, get into the Parliament so they can help to change some yeah. of the how, how do you do this through education? Do you start new schooling? And how do you do it? Or do you help them start new businesses? Or how, how, how is um, it done? Well, some of it is through entrepreneurship. Some of it is through education, um, educating. Um, of course, there are some of the projects that are working with very, very poor uh, people. And uh, so they, you know, they really have nothing. Um, and then there's others who have already some education, but helping them to move forward to get um, higher education. And uh, mm -hmm. the other is to linking them with people so it's multicultural. And we have like multicultural uh, ministry so that uh, people can not only pray, <clears throat> but they can also like pray for each other and then they can link together and connect. Uh, with Good. Well, this is great. And resources. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be wonderful if women could, you know, start to connect like a woman network all over the world. You know that it's for women, and women, you know, how how uh, you know women think in a little bit of a dif in a different way from men. And if women could connect, you know, you have an organization where you can connect with each other. Uh, and I think there already are organizations like that. Well, that's this, what we're that. doing, actually. We're, you know, connecting and we we talk almost on a daily basis. I mean, not with everybody mm -hmm. the same day, but uh, people from all over are writing in or connecting or, you know, asking questions or sharing their creative ideas, expressing their creativity. It's just wonderful. I mean, you know, like people yeah. who have absolutely no opportunity and they're never given any chance to see them doing this it gives them hope and that's really what it is and so one of the projects in pakistan is called light of hope and i thought you'd appreciate that because of your working with the light <laughs> yeah well uh, this is what uh, what we do <laughs> in the world isn't it we bring light to the world so um, that should be uh, just uh, the phrase, you know, to bring in the light for them. So uh, now, what is your part otherwise at the United Nations? I mean, you you organize all these women's meetings and you have all the spiritual groups and you are, the way I've seen you, you had just walked into a room and you stood there and you were sending out light to people. Well, you know, I've always been following that the light, uh, the light that I uh, see, and also the light that I feel inside. And as I, as I get older, I'm I'm finding that the light is is as dark as it seems in the world. The light seems to be getting stronger, and there mm -hmm. there is like so much confidence and trust and love. And so I have absolutely no fear. And it seems like vision continuously is coming as to where to go, what to do. And I give all that credit to that light that is coming from within. Um, yeah. And um, that also light, that light that has connected me to me to you and has also guided me to all these other women who are looking and <laughs> seeking. And so um, uh, when when it comes to being at the UN, 
that's just an opportunity for uh, women to, you know, have that op- have the uh, opportunity to share. And we focus not so much on the material things, but more on how to strengthen oneself from within the divine feminine, and also, of course, give uh, suggestions as to where people can can be, you know, linked so they can can help them, you know, to their whatever their needs are. They should use the, uh, these methods in the big meetings, you know, when all the nations sit there. You have all these men sitting meeting. I think they should bring in the light into those meetings uh, and kind of make a blend with the women's groups that you have at the United Nations and bring those energies into the big room. Right. Well, we haven't quite gotten to that yet. I mean, there are opportunities where when the meetings, some meetings start, uh, some um, they ask for some kind of spiritual beginning or something like that to invoke the beginning of the meeting. But sometimes they just leave it to uh, one moment of silence. Uh, so all we can do is smile or <laughs> send out the Be there, Yeah, but this is really what, what you also I feel we should start to work on, that they have to accept this side and and we are more women in the world so why shouldn't we start to listen to the women and this is a very good point out there I think yes so that's why it's important Helena to uh, uh, speak up and uh, I think more women now are speaking up and when I say that I mean not just speaking up to talk but expressing the importance of why women should should be part of the you know the whole because yeah. uh, you know like if one um uh, there was a, a I'll have to send it can't remember at this moment but there was someone um who was a great leader in Turkey um you know actually modernized the the whole country and he he helped the women to become equal in the country. I uh, don't know if you're familiar with him. He he was um, out of church. It rings a bell. Yes, it actually does ring a bell. Do you remember but, about? Um, and he mentioned that yeah. uh, without women, you know, um, that women is where all creativity comes from. I mean, after all, <laughs> I mean, we need men. There's no question about it. But um, that it isn't right to have just one um, one part going up to the sky and the other one down on the earth. You know, we have to yeah. have uh, them both flying, right? <laughs> flying. <laughs> <laughs> that <Yes>. is true. <laughs> so uh, the more we can do that, I think the more we will um, we will move equally and more in balance with the earth yeah of course now we are not in balance uh, the way uh, you know we have the female and the male energies and i always kind of say it's like you know you have two hands you have the left and the right and we are not quite we are equal we are not quite the same we are different but we belong together and we should actually you know you work the best with your two hands together yes Yes, and, and it's not both, only the right hand or only the left hand that does the work. That's right. And, and that and is the, the wrong balance that we have in the world. We yes, should use both hands. Each, uh, 
each um, male has a feminine quality too. I mean, we yeah. we all have male and female qualities. So yeah. there's a balance. big disturbance coming on the line right now. Are you standing someplace or? No, I'm not. No, it was just a cross line. It was just a cross line that came in. It disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> just what, <laughs> you were kind of in a place where no, everything I, moved actually, around. I'm, no, actually, I'm just sitting here stationary, and um, okay. I haven't moved no, at it, all. It disappeared but... very quickly. And, of course, we're meeting across the world, so we don't know what's happening on Maybe this radio wave. Maybe it's our discussion. Wave. Maybe what we're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that could be. It was just getting too hot stuff. I, I really so. believe that um, we all join in this journey as a global community and uh, become unified in celebration of our diversity and learn to lead ourselves and each other. We'll rise and we'll thrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I was just uh, thinking here, I'm looking at the questions I have here, and I was going to continue to do my light uh, uh, program, and I wanted you to speak a little bit more about the light, uh, what you feel you can do with the light, and how you work personally with the light. Uh, Is there anything you want to say about that as a kind of finishing words here? About the light? Uh, White light. light, yes. Yeah, the white light. Uh, the white light is always available. Uh, when we, uh, all we have to do is call it in, and it's actually inside. Uh, and I, I work with it every day, um, uh, especially attuning myself to uh, connecting to the higher, higher, higher self and becoming. Um, so that I'm actually one with that light, and then I really don't have to do anything. I'm not the doer. I'm uh, actually <laughs> surrendered to that light, yeah. and that light is doing everything. And it it does it it guides me, leads me, protects me. And I look back and I think about how many times I've been protected, and it's all because of the light and how I've connected to the most wonderful people, <laughs> and how I do my work. Yeah. Everything is coming yeah. from the light. Yeah. This is so beautiful that you say that, and, and that really, really gives a good explanation about the light. And do you send, uh, I believe you worked as a healer at one point, didn't you? Yes, um, I have worked uh, individually as a healer, uh, one-on-one, and then I've worked collectively, also doing collective kind of uh, work. And <clears throat> when I was doing the um, uh, the, the committee uh, working as the chair, I was working with many, many different uh, organizations and groups, so I didn't have the time to spend. But um, just being in the center, and when I don't mean being on the spotlight, I mean being a servant <clears throat> to serve all these different individuals and groups, I found that the light uh, really um, became more, I mean, I, I had to really go to a deeper level of that uh, service in in order yeah. to be able to uh, help the uh, people and to, to actually bring the, the oneness and the unified action because everyone's going in so many different directions. 
but it all uh, really uh, was able to to come about. And as time went on, you could see the evolution of the people, how they came close to each other, how they worked together mm-hmm. more harmoniously. Oh, and yeah. how, because of the light, um, yeah. of the light yes, and because yeah. they, they they realized that just about being about themselves was not what was important, but what was important was how they could share their experiences to contribute to the whole, and then how that each one of us could realize that you know it's um, it's about all of us together that is bringing it all together and bringing it forward. Yeah. <laughs> so all yeah. this is what I wanted to hear from you, you know, about the light and how how it means a lot to you. And you know, sometimes people believe when I talk about the light, like. I'm the only one to do the light, you know. And yeah. I even had one woman who said, oh, you, you didn't invent the light. Uh, and I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> I never said so. And that's why I wanted you to speak about the light. And so I believe the more you become uh, humble in the work and surrender, the more the light can do the work. And yeah. uh, if, if you believe in God, then that's wonderful. I mean, because um, there's one God, there's one Earth, and hopefully we have a global family. Um, but if um, you can allow the light to work through you, then it makes it much easier uh, to accomplish what you're trying to do. It's and, so true. Um, it's so true. And I notice when I have a problem and I just go in in the light and then I give my problem to the light and just then let it be. Everything is always solved afterwards. (laughs) I get the best solutions. It's just that Mm -hmm. it's not me, it's the light doing it. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, um, at the end of the day, you know, there's so many things by the end of the day you have uh, touched or talked to or connected to so many people and I, I always try to just take all that and give it to the light as well. So I wake yeah. up in the morning with a new, fresh day, and there's nothing, actually nothing, and feels so fresh. Yeah. Um, now, it's wonderful, and, and always, uh, again, uh, tell people in the morning when you wake up, put yourself in the light and be grateful for what you have. You know, this gratitude is also very important. But... Again, there are people you really have to teach them what is this light, you know, and they never heard about it before. And they, yeah. it, it, to them it sounds kind of weird in many ways when it's actually what we are. We are of the light. Yes, uh, we are. And uh, <clears throat> there really isn't anything that isn't of the light. I mean, uh, it's not just like something that you turn on. It's there all the time. It's just that... Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, no, as, as you know, I work only with the light. And when I have someone who comes to me because they have something wrong somewhere, I would say off balance, and then we just go into the light. <laughs> yes, yeah, we go into light, and then things are put back in balance again. Of course, with the higher intention. You have to put the intention with it. But it always, I would say, it works most of the time, over 90% of the times. So uh, 
if someone at the same time sits there and is against it, of course, it's not going to work. But it usually works. Yes, well, I, th- I, I believe that uh, there always will come a time, and we don't know when a seed is planted, that it will um, somehow become nurtured and, and eventually matured and then become uh, open to the light. And you see, yeah. I was in the uh, garden the other di- uh, few days ago, in the botanical garden, and watching all mm-hmm. these plants, especially in the tropical section, where they had uh, these lotuses that came out of the dirt, <clears throat> and they were just open. I mean, they were like maybe uh, two to three feet tall, the stem, and the, the blossom was like expanded as far as it could possibly be. And I, I thought to myself, that is just complete openness to the light. Yeah, yeah. And um, we will see how this world moves on. And it's so funny, we can change in just a very short time if we get the right start, so to speak. And yes, I think so many things mm-hmm. in America have started just very quickly. It was like jogging. When I first came to America, no one would jog. It was just not known. And then within a year, everyone was jogging. Mm-hmm. And the same with health food. Mm-hmm. It, it, when I first came to America, people didn't know what it was, you know. And suddenly everyone was into the health food. And now in America you get the best health foods and you get the most organic vegetables ever, you know, anywhere. Well, you know, a number of conditions uh, must exist in order for um, a seed to sprout or grow and ultimately bear fruit uh, because on the surface, these, <clears throat> these elements surface, these, um, they, they, they seem completely separate. However, when you look at them in, and you inspect it, it becomes really clear that everything is intimately connected and the health of one condition affects others and the living dynamic system as a whole. And the same is true for individual development and the relationship with society at large. So that's why our holistic approach um, is really across the whole spectrum of um, everything. You know, this synergy is found in this uh, uh, you know, the number of conditions. And that's why we have to become more conscious of these conditions in order for things to grow. Yes, and it's, that is happening, though, and that is, you know, I've seen that particularly in America, how things really have changed, as you said before, and you have noticed that also at the United Nations, so that's very good. So I thank you so very much, Sharon, for being with me today. It was great. Well, Helena, it's always a pleasure to connect with you in the light, and I wish you a much uh, uh, wonderful wishes from everyone over here, and we look forward to and welcome you whenever you come our way. Thank you so very much. By the way, I'm writing a new book now. Oh, tell it's us, almost tell done. That. Yeah, very much well, about the light. <laughs> well, I hope you bring it, bring a copy uh, so that we can. Uh, when I get that far, yes. Well, I yeah. hope to be there with you before I have the copy in my hand. But I think the copy in my hand will be. But next year, you know, earlier part of the year. Well, I look forward to 
you know, planting um, more seeds and allowing us to enjoy the harvest of a sustainable tomorrow with more light. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so very much, Sharon. And, and uh, best wishes to United Nations in New York. Thank you, Helena. Thank you so much, Sharon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for the rest of us, I just wanted to go through a little bit here uh, and tell you that I'm going to do uh, a meditation in the light uh, in just a couple of minutes. So please prepare yourself for that. And uh, I can just do one or two questions. And uh, here you have someone, Dieter Rasmussen in Hamburg, Germany, who writes a note saying, I get, sub, I get sick sometime when I'm traveling, and, or particularly when I'm far away from a doctor or a hospital. I have heard you teach self-healing. Is that true, and how can I do it? And there's very much now what Sharon said, that, um, yes, you have the power within you. It's called, I am the light. And it sits right there within you. And you can imagine that you have it with you right now because you do. It's right in your chest area. And you imagine you have a ball of light, a big ball of light in your chest area. And you take a deep breath now. And you begin to feel how that ball of light is rotating clockwise. And you can even put your hand above your chest area and follow that direction clockwise. And then after a while, you will notice that you take a deep breath. And now you begin to relax and relax and relax. And now suddenly you imagine that there is a big, big star way up high above you up in the sky and that big star is growing much much bigger and it's growing and growing and growing and now it begins to descend over you towards you and now it sends a big ray of powerful white light and you receive this white light entering your body into every pore of your body, into every cell of your body. And this big ray of light coming from the big star above you consists of many, many small little rays. And now you take one of those rays and direct it towards the place where it hurts. And you do it over and over again and you relax and you let go. And now you just create that wish in your heart that I'm getting better and better and better and better. And this is how you connect with the light. And now you begin to feel how you're getting stronger and stronger and stronger in the light. Yes, you begin to feel how that light is entering your body and spreading all over the body, all over your body, not only to that place where it hurts, 
and you now experience a oneness with the light. This is how you connect with the light. And we begin to start this meditation. I will use in the background the music by Stephen Halpen. StephenHalpen.com and I'm using it from his CD Gifts of the Angels which I use a lot and I have the permission to use it. (laughs) So you begin to relax now, all of you. And you relax and you relax. And you feel that within you, you have this energy called I am the light. And this is exactly what we said before. It never goes away. It's there right now. And you take a deep breath. And you feel your connection with the light. And right now you find yourself far, far away in a place where you feel so safe. Out somewhere on a little island in the South Pacific. You are surrounded by beautiful blue water. It's a beautiful sunny day. And you sit in the middle of the island, surrounded by beautiful flowers, beautiful tall trees. And you can see the ocean through the tree trunks. The ocean is completely blue. And you are so relaxed now. So very, very relaxed. You are aware of your chest area. And now you begin to feel you love the light. Yes, you love the light. You love the light. You go deeper and deeper within you. And you feel your connection with the light within you. You are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. You take a deep breath. And now one ray from above is coming down over you from the heavens. It descends into all your pores, into every pore of your physical system and in through your organs and in through everything that is of energy within you and now you begin to feel a love for the light that shines through your body you are so relaxed so very very relaxed and now filled with that light you begin to walk on your island you find a little walkway And it's completely smooth. And it begins to take you in the direction of the ocean. And you walk forward and forward and forward. One step after the other. You feel lighter as you move forward. And now suddenly in front of you, in the middle of your walkway, There is a big, big crystal, like a big rock. And you have to walk on the right or on the left of it. 
because it completely blocks your walkway. But it doesn't. It's there to give you energy. And you walk up to the crystal and put your hands on its sides and lean towards it. And as soon as you touch the crystal with your hands, the big ray of light is coming from the sky and down over you and the crystal. And you feel now that your whole body is taken over by power. Unconditional love power. And you feel so in tune with you. And you begin to love yourself unconditionally. You love that light within you. Yes. You love the light within you. You take one deep breath and you are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. I am of the light. You feel it and you know it. You feel you are a being of the light. I am of the light. And I feel one with the light. And yet again, a big ray is coming down over you. A ray of light. And it goes into all your cells. And it throws out any darkness. And you are now completely in the light. You love the light. This is the one that you are. You love all about you. You love your life. You love your thoughts. And should a thought enter your mind that does not belong, clear, clear, we throw it out. You love you. You love all about your life. And you are so grateful for the one that you are. You are so grateful for the one that you are. You are in harmony with you and your world. You are in harmony with the whole universe through the light. You are calm. You are in balance. And your heart is filling up with the love for the world. You love you. You love your world. And you take a deep breath. And you stretch your body. Your eyes are still closed. And you are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. And you are now walking further on your walkway. And you have now reached the ocean. You stand in front of the ocean. And you have a wish in your heart. And now you express your wish in front of the ocean. And you can see your wish fly out over the ocean. Over the horizon and into the 
eternity where it's now being shaped and now it's being thrown back at you and you see your wish as being completed. You experience an enormous satisfaction in your heart at this very moment. Yes, you love your life and the future that you are now creating for yourself. You are slowly coming back to here and now. And this is Helena Margareta telling you, have a wonderful good day. Have a wonderful good continuation of your day. And now slowly, slowly, you open your eyes and come back to here and now. You open your eyes and stretch your body. And this is Helena Steiner Hornstein saying, have a wonderful day yet one more time. And know that the light is the very best friend that you can have. And never leaves you. It never goes away. And this is the way to heal your life, to heal the life of others, to send them of this wonderful light. We will talk about the light again next time. So until then, I am Helena Steiner Hornstein at www.speakingtoyourheart.com. And again, this particular show our wondrous world on Sedona Talk Radio. So goodbye, everyone, and please send me emails with questions. I love to receive them. So goodbye, everyone. Have a great day. And thank you, Sharon Hamilton, for being with me today. It was great being with you. Thank you, and goodbye, world. Goodbye. Goodbye.